In America, there is an uneasy relationship between Asians and black people that borders on disrespect and outright hate. The Asian population in my hometown never was noticeable until the late 1990s, and it is even more so today. Asian beauty stores, nail salons and restaurants are everywhere, as are Asian doctors because one of the city's hospitals is constantly ranked in the top 250, top 100, and top 50 hospitals in the entire country. This means that a lot of people want to work there, it doesn't hurt that one of the best medical schools in America is attached. For many years now, well, ever since the Los Angeles riots, I have known that there exist huge tensions between the black and Asian communities in this country, more so than between blacks and Hispanics, for example. Asians tend to have a disdain for black people, and to a lesser extent, Hispanics, that they do not seem to have for whites, even though that is the group responsible for invading their native lands, even taking over some of them for a time. One of these, Hong Kong, was under British control from 1841 through 1997. Colorism exists throughout Asia that has resulted in a strict caste system of light skin on top, dark skin on the bottom. It is just like the colorism within African tribes and the rest of the African diaspora. Asian Americans have always been held up as the model minority in this country, even though other immigrant groups have come here and succeeded as well, some of them from Africa and Latin America, as I can personally attest to. Most immigrants want to do well in order for their children and grandchildren to have better lives than they, an ambition that I often find lacking in Americans. Where I live, there are no Asian neighborhoods the way that there are white and black neighborhoods, Asians tend to move into white areas, the way that most Hispanics move into black areas, though there was a Chinese family that bought a house in a black area that can only be called rough. I was very shocked to see it because it isn't the norm. An excellent piece by Tiffany Dianso, published to Refinery29 in August 2018, reveals instances of racist violence perpetrated by Asians towards blacks and vice versa, mainly in businesses owned by Asians in black neighborhoods like nail salons and beauty supply shops. As early as I can remember, my dad, an immigrant from Taiwan, would nonchalantly use the term, hey gui, Mandarin for black ghost, and essentially the Chinese equivalent of the N-word, to refer to black people. From a young age, I understood that the racial discrimination perpetuated against black people in this country was mirrored in the sentiments of members of my community, a community that also faces intolerance in this country. There have been ways in which this racial divide has been represented by the victimization of Asians, from coverage of the 1992 Los Angeles riots to reports of targeted attacks against Asians by black people. It could be argued that the violence is mutual, but in reality, the Asian community and Asian-owned businesses have much responsibility to bear when it comes to anti-black violence. Although black-Korean conflict may have largely disappeared from front-page headline news, the reality of racially distinct immigrant small business entrepreneurs operating in poor, underserved minority neighborhoods persists as a formula for potential conflict, wrote author Millian Kang in The Managed Hand, Race, Gender, and the Body and Beauty Service Work. The potential for misunderstandings and dissatisfaction remains high in service exchanges involving emotional and embodied dimensions across various social divisions. Asian Americans must admit and rectify the ways we uphold white supremacy, namely our anti-blackness. Much like the U.S., Asian countries suffer from colorism and caste systems within their own societies. Anti-blackness is foundational to the creation of America, said Diane Wong, an assistant professor and faculty fellow at NYU Gallatin, whose research has focused on the gentrification of Chinatowns and Afro-Asian solidarities. 
It's no secret then that anti-blackness is reflected in Asian immigrant families, businesses, institutions and interpersonal relationships on a frequent basis. The recent spate of anti-Asian attacks has been largely perpetrated by black men, though women, Hispanics, and white people have not been exempt. I am not sure if some of the Asians had actually said or done anything that might be interpreted as bigoted or not, maybe they were simply just going about their daily lives, as the massage parlor victims were, but I can guess that many of the black people's motives for attacking Asians go far beyond COVID-19. I would say that the troubled relationship between Asians and blacks has a great deal to do with these disturbing assaults. Right-wingers on social media are quick to point out that many attacks against Asians have been carried out by black people, conveniently forgetting that a white man shot and killed eight innocent people, six of them Asian women, simply because he was having a bad day, and that some of these assaults have been committed by white men as their images were caught on video surveillance, and quite a number of the assaults have also been executed by Hispanics. We all know that if the racist idiot that once slinked its slimy way through the White House halls had not called coronavirus kung flu and Chinese virus, none of these vicious attacks would be taking place. Russell Jung, co-founder of Stop Oppie Hate, said it's hard to tell from his data whether hate incidents are occurring at a higher rate or if the community is reporting more incidents because of increased awareness and media attention. I think the racism is pretty deeply felt and anger directed towards Asians is still pretty high, he said. The uptick in anti-Asian violence was first reported in March 2020 as COVID-19 began spreading across the nation and some politicians, including President Donald Trump, blamed China for the pandemic. Since then, lawmakers have advanced legislation, police departments have created task forces and hotlines, and community members have organized demonstrations and neighborhood watch programs. We want to get at the long-term solution to the racism, there's no quick fixes, said Jung, the group's co-founder and a professor of Asian American Studies at San Francisco State University. We want to stop the cycle of violence, and we can do that with restorative justice models where we hold perpetrators accountable but we don't necessarily criminalize them. Andia Yancey Bragg, USA Today One way that relationships between America's marginalized peoples can be repaired is by ignoring what white people say about certain groups, Hispanics are gangsters, blacks are lazy, violent criminals, Natives are drunks, and Asians are foreigners taking over the country, and work together to fight against systemic racism because it hurts all of us.